Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Cam, do you know how people always ask us, how do I spice it up in the bedroom? I'm aware of that. Well, now we've got the answer because we are sponsored by AdamandEve.com. Adam and Eve, one of the largest sex toy companies in the world. And they offer an incredible deal right now if you use our code. Karen, K-A-R-E-N. What do you get? 50% off just about any item. Not only that, three free adult DVDs, plus a free mystery gift, plus free shipping. They're giving it all away, people. An opportunity of a lifetime. Go to adamandeve.com, type in code Karen. This episode is brought to you by Promescent, a topical lidocaine penis spray. It's basically a numbing spray for your dick that makes you last longer in bed. Something that you could use, Cam. What the fuck does that mean? It's also wonderful because it doesn't transfer to your partner. That is wonderful. I, I think this, if you want to improve your stamina, if you want to extend that intimacy, go to promescent.com, type in promo code MOM, you'll get 15% off your order. And it's very safe. My favorite part. I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a self-proclaimed sex expert and cougar. And my son is a self-proclaimed stand-up comic, mime, and clown. Together we host this podcast called Sex Talk with my mom where we talk about all the things you're not supposed to talk about with your parents. We break those barriers down. Today we have an incredible episode because we have incredible guests on the show. The girls from Guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. Mom, do you want to describe that well, little podcast? I'm just going to say that they are 15th on iTunes' top podcasts, which is incredible. They're actually above Oprah. And we, you know, Oprah's a big deal. Uh, you think? We actually put out a poll to our Instagram to say, who do you guys want us to interview? And uh, the top choice that everyone was saying was the girls from Guys We Fucked. And this is this is for you guys. We were very uh, honored and grateful that they came to our studio and we interviewed them. And we had they, a great time. They're freaking hilarious. We just laughed. I mean, it, it just like that. I don't know how the it was energy going. was out of the control. It, it was because I was going to drink a cup of coffee. I'm glad I did. Thank God you did. <laughs> It was a lot of fun, though. This is, and we didn't give them names. This is Corinne Fisher and Christina Hutchinson from Guys We Fucked. They also just put out a book uh, that's called Fucked. It, and then there's a, I, God damn it, I didn't, this, this subtitle I didn't get. All right, whatever, wanna, it's called Fucked. While, while, uh, vamp while I do the, Well, on. so anyway, the, the, the point was All that right, they are. did a great job vamping. <laughs> it's just called Fucked. Just <laughs> Fucked being, se- fucked, yeah, colon, just, being yeah. sexually explorative 
and self-confident, which and, is actually kind of what we talk about in this episode a lot. Yes, I think that their main theme is to, is what I and what I always talk about, and you always talk about. It's about confidence. Yeah, it's totally about confidence. In this podcast, we actually talk about how, uh, you know, how you can, as a man, you can be confident and and assertive as opposed to aggressive, and how not to come off as a fucking creep when when hitting on women. They actually gave me a, a new tagline. For, yeah. Yes. For us. For us. And it is, I didn't raise no fuckboys. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that, the non-fuckboy is me that she's currently referring to. Uh, we also talk about, uh, you know, sexual abuse, what's going on in the, the news recently. Uh, get an awesome perspective from them. And they... Uh, I really like the perspective that they gave us in terms of like personal stuff, you know. Just oh, they, like, get, they, they open up. Yeah, they really do. And I think that's what makes their podcast so desirable to listen to which is similar to ours in the sense that we become very vulnerable and we talk about things that really i don't think some of the stuff we talk about including that podcast is stuff i've never mentioned out loud to anyone you know this this i would love to bring up our review of the week because this kind of fits in there let's hear it so our, our review of the week thank you guys so much for the reviews they're coming in which is which is awesome and yeah. it means that we're getting higher and higher in yeah. the you know search engine of iTunes which it's, is very it's, helpful it's like the best thing you can do for us if you really want it besides giving us money but the, <laughs> the best thing you could do for us is to write a review it takes two seconds it's on iTunes it's if I could do it you could do it it's a little tab said review you just hit that and you write it you know, all you even if you don't want to write a review you could just put a five stars. If you put four, I'll be pissed. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this comes from uh, someone named Meg Gray. Subject line is favorite new podcast in all caps with an exclamation mark. So she's, she's confident about this one. I like exclamation marks. Five stars. Cam and Karen are great balance, exclamation point. I love how this podcast covers diverse topics that promote honesty about sex, love, and relationships. It is a hilarious and very entertaining to listen to them dive into terrain a mother and son typically would avoid. Love it! Love it! Exclamation point! Oh, I, I thought you loved it. I loved that. I love that review. The, yeah, she ended it with "Love it." <laughs> How do you know that was going on? Love it! Because it, that's what if that's it's that love, love it. it. That is love it. All love right. Love it. Wait, we also should have mentioned our, we have a Patreon. If you want to donate to us, it will be in the show notes of this episode. Wait, what do you mean we have a Patreon? Patre- we have a Patreon page. Patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. You can you can donate on a monthly basis and it allows us to buy wonderful things like these new microphones that you're listening to right now. Right. They were donated by a patron. So it would really be helpful if you guys can donate a few bucks, especially this time of year. It's a holiday giving time. Give us a few dollars. It would definitely make us happy, and we will give you shout-outs. We promise. Way to use the holiday giving time. I'm, I'm giving a old tugging at the heartstrings. We put in a lot of effort. If you really love our show as much as all these reviews say, then donate a few bucks. Help keep us podcast on the air. Otherwise, we got to go back to our day jobs. All right. You want to uh, sing, it, sing it away? And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the guys we fucked. Good, good one. Good <laughs> rhyme. That's a great one, right? <laughs> Welcome to the show, Corinne Fisher and Christina Hutchinson. Hey. Thank you. Hey. I'm so excited to have you guys here. Thanks. We're excited to be here. This is a wild experience. I've been listening to you guys for a long time, and I can't believe you're on the show. Yeah, I'm, We're happy. Yeah, thank you so right much for, for listening and having us. I just feel like I know you guys. <laughs> you know a lot about... Our pussies, that's for damn sure. Okay. Yeah. We do share a lot about ourselves, I think, more than um, the average podcast host. Yeah. So. And I Definitely. forget. We always forget we're recording. 
uh, when we're on the podcast. So I think that's why we divulge so many things. <laughs> and then people are like, you said this about this. I'm like, I said that on the mic? <laughs> yeah. Shoot. That's great. I was wondering how this podcast has been affecting your personal lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's been so long now that we're used to it. But I mean, it's definitely like made me a little bit like reprioritize sex, like lower on my list of priorities. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because it's like I spent so much time talking about it. And then I was like, you know what? I don't really need to spend so much time thinking about this anymore. I think that's the problem. Like people just overthink shit. It's not necessary. I, I agree with you. And I was thinking about the exact same thing in the shower this morning. I don't know why. It just dawned on me like shower is a good place to think. I do. I, do, yeah. I actually write a lot of jokes in the shower. Really? Yeah, yeah, I do a lot of my writing I don't there. know. The, the, it relaxes you, and all of a sudden I'm thinking to myself, yeah. why do I, I... I don't even know if I give a shit about sex that much anymore. <laughs> I, well, it's not... Everybody is telling you it's the yeah. most important thing, billboard, everything. But the reality is it's not the most important thing. Yeah, right. And you don't have to act like it is. And I feel like a lot of people do. I was one of those people. Like I was like, sex is like everything, and it's like the best. And it, but it's like, it's kind of silly if you think about it. It's fun. Yeah. It's great when you're there, but then you, after you're done, you don't have to spend the rest of your night thinking about it. Yeah. And, and it can go by very quickly and you still enjoy yourself. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's for sure. I love a quickie me a quickie. Is great. Yeah. Quickies. Underrated. So, so here's, a, so here's my experience with it, with sex. Uh, yeah, I, tell I, us. Please yeah. tell you yeah. Like I haven't heard uh, this one before. Like, so, so it's. <laughs> care about your experience, Kate. It, it, it's very limited. So I'll start with that. Just kidding. It's okay, not very limited. Pretty, I don't know why you always say It was that. a joke. It was mainly a joke. You manslut? Definitely not a manslut. No, no. no so that far I w- from it, actually. Far okay. from it? Thank you, mother. I'm yeah, much so- more of a woman slut than he's a man slut. <laughs> She's your mom. She's, you, you have the perfect amount of sex, Cam. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah, you, does. mom. Really nice. He's got the perfect sprinkle. So... Is that sprinkle. what you sprinkle? That's how you describe my sex life—a sprinkle. Thank God, I didn't have coffee. I was about to get coffee, and it's like I don't need it with you girls. <laughs> okay. Oh, good. So okay. my so the whole the, this whole start this all started because she actually started a YouTube channel all about mm-hmm. dating, sex, and relationships. And then I started talking about it in my stand-up, and then I, people were like, is that fucking real? And I'm like, I'm not. How would I make this shit? This <laughs> I'm not oh, that great of a writer. No. Right. That's why I say with my stories, people yeah. they ask me if I made them up. I'm like, I wish I was that good at writing, you guys. Yeah, right. seriously. So well, he was using my book, A Cougar's Guide to Getting Your Ass Back Out There. In his stand-up. And what a title. Yeah. Wait. Right yeah. out of the gate. Well, you, you guys, I feel impeccable. like you guys, literally, I wish that I had the courage and the cougarness, the cougarettes that you guys are. At, at your age, I was nowhere, nowhere near what Wait, what hold on. Are. They do right, not wait, know wait. what cougars mean oh, to I, you. Oh, I have redefined cougar. Oh, oh you, what's yes. the redefinition? The confident, older, unique, genuine, and assertive, and racy women that we are. Oh. oh. oh that's good. Okay. That's and nice. older, I mean experienced. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you mm-hmm. guys all follow, you fall very closely in line with that and more so than most people especially your age for sure thank Mm. you thank you yeah so so it really started from her doing this youtube channel and then i was like we should collaborate and we we created this podcast and then i realized like weeks in i was like wait a minute i'm talking to my mom about sex every fucking week whose (laughs) idea was this this Mm -hmm. is crazy and it, sex was never a huge thing for me. Like mm-hmm. for some guys, it's like, oh, I need to be I, any hot women. Yeah, I need to. I no, need yeah. to fuck. He's not like that uh, fuck boy, entitled he's fuck like, boy. He's right. Not. I would he's, not you just. Should do a clip. He's like you should like do a clip anti. where you're like I didn't raise no fuck boy, <laughs> and then just oh, that a, isolated clip. I'm so glad and you, you could just put it, it everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's really awesome. That could be our new tagline. I didn't raise no fuck boy. I didn't raise no fuck boy. Is our new tagline? Terrific. 
Yeah, but then so then I was like, I don't I don't care that much about sex. Why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. And then I realized, wait a minute, it's actually this is a sex is quite an interesting thing because it you kind of can see who the person really is. Well, it's your vulnerable you're when they're most, most vulnerable, vulnerable yeah. right? So mm-hmm. then I was like, oh, this is actually quite an interesting. It could get to a very so interesting quite spot. Quite an interesting thing. It could be <laughs> quite interesting, right? Revelations. <laughs> bing bing bing. Yeah. It, so, do you guys ever get sick of talking about sex? Yes. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm a little different I think though because when I started to, I would start to say things on the podcast like I really want to see my boyfriend have sex with another woman in front of me and my boyfriend edits the podcast and I didn't oh tell God. him that I just said it because I always forget <laughs> oh, we're recording no. and Steven came upstairs he's like anything you want to tell me yeah. and, like, and then we kind of embarked on uh, three ways and that's really fun wait a second oh, so seriously and we felt I feel closer to him afterwards it's really nice that episode by the way is the first opportunity I had to hear you guys and I was. It, this is like a year and a half. Which ago, one? Whatever. Which one? That, the, the episode that you talked y- about that you. Your had first three. threesome. Oh yeah. I don't know if there's been more after that. There's two more after that. We Ooh, just had I three. It's those. like a once a year thing. For <laughs> I, us. I, I actually okay. I'm so in I awe didn't talk about the of last this one. whole thing. I can't even tell you. But it was like I could not believe you're sharing that. Over. I mean, because I don't know if I could. Yeah. I, 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 Why I, have you had a threesome that you're not? I want. About? I, I I would wish. I wish I had those experiences. I always had. I wish oh. I had an orgy. I wish I had a threesome. I didn't do any of that. And, and the orgies are kind of. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not too. I was like, just go out and have one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So I'm living with a New Yorker, mm-hmm. and um, just hearing that experience that you had, it just really like, oh my god, it was so funny. I actually was talking about it last night with my boyfriend. Oh, really? Like yeah. the like you're like, when is she leaving already? That, oh. That's the part I love the most. <laughs> yeah, the best. I yeah. Mean, just because well, it's like these little things you don't pre-plan, and then I'm like, okay, my new rule is no one, no sleepovers. <laughs> no, because then he's like, do I cuddle her? Do I cuddle? I'm like, you cuddle me, motherfucker. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> I, but I also I liked her; she was great, and yeah. I liked what happened. But also, get the fuck out of my home. You know? <laughs> You're here for a purpose, lady. We we also yeah. listen to this podcast together. In, in on a road trip we were at. Yes. Whoa, I've had I've heard of dads and daughters listening together, yeah. and I was like, okay, hey, the dad and daughter thing even sounds even more strange than the mom and son thing. It I was, think to me, it was very bizarre for to, for mother and son. Yeah, we list. I, I distinctly remember when we we're listening to it on a road trip. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, it was wild. And you guys are awesome. It's just like when we that's when we like fell in love with you guys, and that's when I think I suggested you start stalking them. <laughs> <laughs> Great, thank you, mom. But I want to know how you guys them. met. Oh, uh, I interned. Uh, I moved to New York City to intern. I wanted to intern at SNL, and so I was, I was trying to get as many internships as possible so I could have something on my resume. My first one in New York was with uh, Lehman Entertainment, a talent management company consisting of two talent managers and a junior manager. Krim was a junior manager, so I was like, "That was me." Oh, yeah, sophomore year in college. So cute. I started doing stand up uh, right after my senior year, and I invited her to my very first show. And then she approached me and was like, "We should do like a comedy duo thing in addition to pursuing stand up separately." So that's mm-hmm. how it And that's yeah. sorry about last night. Correct. That's when Sorry About Last Night formed. Nailed got it. it. Got it. <laughs> so, wait. We, we, were out, we were talking about... I got us off listen, track. Listening, about <laughs> listening about sex with your parents. How, what was the sex talks like with your parents? Zero. 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 One yeah. time, my mom, we were on a vacation and at a beach, and we were walking by at the beach at night, and there was two people having sex on the beach in a sleeping bag, and my mom goes, do you know what that... I'm like, I know! Who <laughs> tells me? I didn't know. Uh, and that was that. And then when I told her I had sex, we were in a restaurant, very dramatic scene, with my stroke victim grandmother who had like the mind of a four-year-old and she would like <laughs> pick food off a stranger's plates. My visual. brother's girlfriend and my mom and she was talking about her friend's daughter who was in New York City, lived in New York and was being like loose. 
And she was like, you haven't done anything like that, have you, Christina? And I was like, well, actually, because I had a boyfriend at the time, and I couldn't lie to her, and she left the restaurant and didn't talk to me for a week. Oh, Come to find then. out, hid the name of the podcast from her for three years, successfully, oh, found <laughs> out. Eventually, we had a conversation, because she's she, come, she comes off to me, at least, as more of a prude person, and she was sexually abused when she was 11 oh, that, years old so that by a, a friend's, fr- like a... Her parents, like friends, friend or something, and that's why she reacted that way. Yeah, she would have gone to the grave without ever telling me that. Oh my so. god! So the podcast has a, had a very odd role in in bringing my mom and I closer. No, that's, that is yeah. a good thing, though. That yeah, it's a real good thing. Yeah, and it made sense. But I'm like, could have told me that years ago and saved me a lot of yeah, a lot uh, of totally. confusion and shame. But I'm glad it came out. It's right. interesting. Wow. It goes yeah. down generations. Then you know, yeah. If it's, oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's hard to talk about. I mean, so just because it's your mom, like I mean, I think it's just as hard to maybe harder to tell your kid that they were sexually assaulted. I mean, to, yeah, yeah. And it makes one thing I realized since doing our podcast is so many people have been sexually assaulted and like yeah. not told anybody. It's yeah, ridiculous. and I'm like my own mother. Like mm-hmm. when I think of that, it just makes me want to kill whoever did it. We just yeah. figured out that I was in a sense sexually assaulted, and yeah. I, I mean, it, I, it affected me at the time. It was I was young. I was like a teenager. I was on a. A subway train in Greece, I think, with my parents, and this guy just like it was crowded. And this guy just literally did, did a Donald Trump thing. He grabbed me by the pussy, mm. and I was so mortified. And I just like, yeah, I was. Like, I didn't know what reaction. to do. I didn't know. I was like mortified. And my dad goes, "What's wrong?" Because I could see, like, I turned white as a sheet, and, and I'm like, uh, "Nothing, nothing." I didn't even tell him. I refused to tell him because I was so embarrassed. Taking, and isn't that it's, it's the shame messed up? It's like yeah. the, the victim gets embarrassed because it's like, well, if I tell somebody. Your dad's gonna get mad. Is he gonna punch the guy? What's well, he actually happen? did. He gonna... ran after him. Well, I'm like, what good. are you gonna do, Dad? I mean, really. I mean, <laughs> if my kid got grabbed like that, I would. Yeah, I wouldn't stop until I got the guy. But yeah, I understand that. <laughs> but it's so it's crazy that 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 is the first reaction to people who it happens to, and that's one of the reasons why they don't tell anybody. And that makes a lot of sense, you know. Yeah, and it's a hard yeah, learning that on the podcast last week. Yeah, was we a ju- weird, that was oh, uncomfortable. That. But the oh, thing wow. was, that's yeah. the first time I even verbalized it out loud to anybody. So it, it's like weird how you hold these things in until the, this whole Me Too thing came out, you know? Yep. And then you start thinking, well, wait I've, a second, I was also. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. That gymnast doctor who was sexually assaulting all the Allie Reisman, yeah. Yeah, this happened a long Reisman. couple of years ago, and I did a bit about it on stage with this doctor. I went to get blood work, and I saw this doctor for the first time. He's an old man, and he gave me a breast exam. For blood work. And I left the office. And I was like, that's weird. And I left <laughs> oh, the office and I really? went, God damn it. And I was just, that's how, that was it. I didn't go back. I didn't tell you anything. And I wasn't traumatized or I was just like, damn it. How did that, how did I not because realize we, that in the moment? We trust doctors. And, 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 yeah. and that's why I, 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 I know a lot of people are fine with male gynecologists. And a lot of male gynecologists are great. But I, I had to have one once because my doctor wasn't available for the appointment and I cried the whole time because I'm like there's no way like how can you he wasn't he was fine he was great but uh I just I can't imagine a woman or man putting his fingers up a woman's vagina for a gynecological exam and not I don't know I freaks me out so hard well and also years ago I mean you did go to the doctor to get masturbated it was a cure for hysteria told us that yeah Uh, well I mean I think it's also I I also did I cover it in something I mean I had known that beforehand but yeah I mean that's historically was what happened but they didn't say well because they were also creating things like hysteria which is not a thing (laughs) like yeah it's It's just just like horny yeah well no hysteria is more like yeah your life is tough that's what hysteria is (laughs) that's so horrible yeah that is wild 
Anyway, how about you? I don't know how to segue to you. How about you with your parents? I did not have a sex talk either, but I think it's because I'm a really difficult person to talk to. And that goes along. Like, I'm also like, a, I was a tough child to talk to. Like, I just didn't want to hear it. Um, I don't even remember my mom trying, but I think she just assumed that I was smart enough to figure it out on my own, which was true. Um, and I basically just found it out from researching online and reading books. So I figured it out and it was a- accurate information. Oh, I don't ever, I don't ever take in- information from people unless it's like John Ronson. <laughs> I think you talk I get a lot from, about that. Yeah. Guy. I get it from books, yeah. like trusted sources. Yeah, yeah. All right. So is there like an ideal sex talk that you guys think should, should occur? Or is- yeah. I thought about this a lot and I don't have kids. So it's, I'm coming from a perspective of like, oh, you know, but I think that, Calling your parts the right names, the right anatomical names from the beginning, I think is important because I've heard a lot of parents say, oh, you're calling penises wee-wees, making their sons or like a girl's vagina a butterfly. And I'm like, well, that just sends the wrong message right away. Why can't you say the name of what it is? There's nothing wrong with it. That's true. I got to tell you, my, my father's a doctor. And since I was very young, he would literally like talk about, you know, this is your penis, this is your vagina, this is this and that and whatever. And my brother, I remember mortified my sister because one day he had told him that intercourse was when a man sticks his penis in a woman's vagina. So it is what it is, but also meanwhile, you, you my younger brother that. <laughs> yeah, I heard this and my sister had this guy that she had this major crush on. He came to the house, rings the doorbell. My brother runs up and he goes, what do you say? Plucking is when we told him it was plucking and not fucking. Plucking is when a, a man sticks his penis in a woman's vagina and he runs away. And my sister was like slams the door on this no. guy. She was mortified. Oh. But <laughs> these are the things that happen. I learned that sex involved insertion very late in life, and then I learned that it's actual like you. It's a thrust. It's not just like it goes in. You wait a little bit, and then timer goes off, and you're done. Hey, Cam, Cam, that's Cam actually asked me one time again. Always me and my my husband at the time. It was like it was like. I don't want to hear about this. I'm going to sleep. Um, Cam walked in. He goes, uh, I think I know how babies are born. Is it when a man sticks his penis in a woman's belly button? I'm like, um, <laughs> not exactly. And then my husband's Close. like, uh, we're going to bed now. That's not. I thought. Yeah. 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 No wonder we haven't. This we is have the to, issue. We must have the talk, Cam. Damn it. We got to have that talk. That's the goal of this podcast. Eventually, <laughs> yeah. eventually I'm going to teach Cam not sexes. to do it in the belly button. Yeah. I mean, I think I think it just needs to be. We were having an interesting discussion yesterday with Emily from Sex with Emily. And we kind of came to the conclusion that you don't really want to hear about sex from your parents. Because even if they're giving you the right information, it's just I don't think it's the right person to deliver. I think, that you know, you should always want your parent to be like open to those things. Should the child be comfortable asking a question? But I think we, I would like to see really like young yeah in school because it's like you're there anyway you're trapped you got to learn something you got to listen to something and I think I would have been a lot more open to hearing information from like a confident teacher who wasn't too old mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. like a young person I think it's important also like what is the age of the yeah. person like so it doesn't feel like your grandma or your grandpa is totally. like teaching you I think that would be great it would be yeah. better and like start young start from kindergarten so that these words don't seem so scary mm-hmm. uh and they, they do in other countries, just not in America. And it seems to work out well yeah. in those countries. Sex education here is dismal. Well, yeah. the other thing is is that you have to make it positive, too. You have to say sex is good. It's it fun. Is, yeah. They don't and do that. It's all negative. 
miserable and it, all you learn is how to not get pregnant. Right. And you know, or, no or mention avoid of, STDs. And no it. mention of female orgasms because they're not necessary for pregnancy. I'm like, right. come on. Guys, well, that's why they make it scary. And so they're like, oh, well, people yeah, won't sound like fun for the girl. Yeah, people <laughs> won't get pregnant if we make it scary. But really, that we're well, just not giving them enough information. And so many times when you watch those like 16 and pregnant type shows, the people are like, I got pregnant because I didn't know that it, it was this easy to get pregnant. Like, yes, you want to let people know that it is very easy to get pregnant, but you also want to give them a lot of other information mm -hmm. and especially information on like how you should be treated and how you should feel as and, a woman. And what be sexual with if you're gay, if you're trans, maybe these aren't the feelings yeah. you're having. You know, there's so much stuff that that's not covered. I think the same thing about drugs. We're, we're constantly <laughs> showing like, oh, this is going to... They fucking... regged us in, with the D.A.R.E. program. <laughs> yeah, right? It's, these are, these are going to kill you. This is going to make you fucking crazy lunatic on the yeah. streets. And I think drugs can be very good for you sometimes. Well, I mean, I talk about psychedelics all the time, but the, the government is never going to let people open to the magic of psychedelics because they don't want so many free oh, free thinkers. Yeah, yeah, free yeah. thinkers in a society is dangerous. dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, you can't control them. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking more about marijuana in general. It's because great. Yeah, I mean, that's what I, I always like. I mean, I marijuana mean, I, is like just a non-issue to yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, literally, like, it, when when you were young, growing up, I was like, why don't you try it? You know, try it with me, can Yeah, not well, not, just not, not like five years old, but like when you were a teenager <laughs> going off to college, I said, like, you're do it anyway, You want to get high? Right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I I never had a problem with that. I think I'd rather have Be people get high than drink. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, it's certainly it's healthier safer. for you. Yeah. yeah. And also, marijuana is not a gateway into like heroin. Like, just no, don't, it used to be don't like, do heroin. It's going to lead you to hard drugs. I mean, heroin, meth, a, a lot of cocaine. None of those are good. Yeah, those are <laughs> not. A lot of cocaine. A lot. Well, I mean, <laughs> but a little. I don't do cocaine at all. Okay. A little from time to time. I mean, ah, a little crystal meth. <laughs> never hurt anybody. Anyway, I'm just kidding. <laughs> am, I, am I hogging the questions you want not to at all over? no okay. no no I just I, I want to know how, so how you guys met and then mm -hmm. I wanted to know like when you're meeting people do you immediately like because not everybody knows who you are I'm assuming there's a few people that haven't heard I mean about there's you. a lot of people who don't oh, know who you are <laughs> so but when you meet you. like especially you you're, you're Corinne you're dating right no, oh, I have a boyfriend for two years. Oh, then you're dating. So, <laughs> I've had a boyfriend for six years. All right, well, I, in earlier episodes, I, know, yeah. I was uh, talking a lot about dating. I mean, I wouldn't even call it dating because I am actually very anti-dating. I would say sleeping with people who I knew. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah like friends with benefits or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. So when, but but still, you know, I guess it's more a, 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 a apropos when before this whole thing happened. But I just like Cam is, for example, he's single. He's going out. He's meeting people. And then what does he say? Like, you know, uh, I may be talking about this on the podcast. You know, how do you yeah, I was set like, your sure boundaries? This, is, this well, is helpful for you, Kim, Yeah, I'm great sure. question, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> don't do things to talk. Don't do things with your body that first to talk about on the podcast. That's certainly, <laughs> I always make sure. That's that key. You gotta I take... have to ask myself, though, with the three-way yeah. thing, yeah. honestly, I like the first one I knew I wanted to talk about just because it was so odd and awkward and exciting and weird and ugh. but then like the third one I had I didn't even mention it uh, for a long time because I'm like I, I just want to keep that to myself. Oh yeah, yeah. You know? that's a great question. What what do you guys choose to keep to yourself? That, that's what? basically where I'm going. I mean, for me, like when I because I was not in a relationship for the first several years of the podcast. Once I got into one, I mean, I didn't even want to say that I was in a relationship at all. I just kind of wanted to stop talking about sex and have maybe have people. People you know, get from that what they will. My boyfriend actually wanted me to announce uh, that I was in a relationship. I think mostly so people would stop trying to fuck me, but... <laughs> 
I'm not exact. I'm not exactly sure why. Like he he we had like a press meeting when we started dating. Like the night of, like when he asked me to be his girlfriend, we like had a sit down. Like, what do we do now? Do I give your first name? Do I give your full name? I'm more comfortable with it now. And I just like, I mean, I always like to help people I love with any like kind of following we have. So if I can help people, you know, find out about his comedy, that makes me happy and makes this feel like more useful. Um, Besides, like, the, you know, the message is like, you know, wh- what's useful about it for myself? Like, it's certainly not helping my sanity. So, like, at least help the people I love. Uh, but, yeah, I don't talk about our sex life very yeah, much so at that, all. And I think our, all of our <clears throat> podcasts are going to be really boring pretty soon when we don't talk about our sex lives. <laughs> I mean, I don't talk we'll much talk about, about our other- sex there's other things that are under the umbrella of yeah. sex that I didn't even realize that you there is an, an unlimited amount of material and questions <laughs> and topics. I really thought that like when we started the podcast, I'm like, how's this going to last for more than a year? But there's a lot of topics out there. Yeah, yeah. I, we haven't found we've not been exhausted of topics. Oh no, no. But I've what, also not been exhausted the amount of dick pics I get every fucking day. Really? Really? Oh, you guys um, don't get them? I've, she gets oh, them a lot. Not. I get them not from listeners so much because I, I think I've made it very clear I don't like that. Year, and I did get a couple, <laughs> but that's it. Oh, I'm forwarding you them. Okay. We, I mean, we, I fucking see these things in our DMs and I'm like, why? I only this like them why? from people I know. I mean, like no. when I, just, I I'm not attached to the dick. I'm really not mad. grossed I mean, out <laughs> by them. Like if I, when I get a random one, like I don't, I'm not like, oh my God, I can't believe you sent that to me. But like, oh, I'll send you a few that you'll be like, oh my God, I can't believe you sent that to me. Oh, really? What are they doing with them? Oh, yeah, what's I, up with the I dick? I am blocking. I am deleting. I am vomiting. Is it a gross dick? They're always <laughs> nasty. Oh, oh fucking nasty. gross. How is it gross? Wait, how is it gross? It was like Jeez. short, Dirt. fat, and thin. Short, some fat, and thin. Some of them are like. And, and then it, it was like a lot of them were even with like come mm. all over them. It's not good. It You're seems to me people are Googling gross dick and sending those <laughs> yeah. pictures to you. I don't know. There's, this, is, this, is, this is literally on a daily basis. I don't think it could be wow. all Google. It's got to have some Isn't it funny that men can do that and not get kicked off of Instagram, but women can't show their nipples? Oh, yeah. I block. I, I block. That a lot. I block. I used to say crazy. you're going to be blocked if you send me another one. And I'm like, why am I bothering? You're, you're just blocked. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like. That's the right approach. Wait, this is my page. I don't want you to see my shit. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Do you guys. Do you find it hard at all to when you're talking about sex so much to, that you lose some of the comedy associated with it? No, I think that uh, I think when we don't uh, we just talk about it honestly, that ends up being the comedy. But mm-hmm. I don't know that's the comedy. Cause uh, I'm like, was that even every time we do an interview? I'm like, that was good, right? I don't even remember what I said. And then Stephen's always like, that was so funny. Oh, <laughs> oh okay, good because I don't remember. So you get a lot of support from both of your partners because I get a lot of support from my boyfriend as well. Yeah, and yeah. That, that, I think mm-hmm. that's essential. If you don't have that support, you're, you're not. It's not going to work. Well, I mean, he has to be supportive of yeah. this podcast. Pays for a it. lot of nice yeah, dinners, a lot of, <laughs> 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 of high quality of life for yeah, little yeah, James yeah. over there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, same with mine. I'm like, yeah, you guess. like living in this house? Right. No, he's very, he edits, my boyfriend edits the podcast and he's, he, my boyfriend and Corinne's mom are like the biggest fans of it. Oh, so happy. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear your mom is a fan. Oh yeah. Die-Fi loves guys. We fucked. She gives me, she gives me reviews. She gives me uh, feedback on my grammar and word usage. She told me that she liked my parts of the book, which meant a lot because she's an English teacher and she's so like good on grammar and like spelling and using words right. I'm like, I'm so glad it was legible. <laughs> oh, that's why we have uh, Cam sister she's the uh editor she's our editor oh, nice. yeah so what i'm i was gonna make this a little political 
How do you feel about that, Mother? No, why? I just am curious. This is such an interesting time for them to come on the show. All right. Everyone's so, a sexual predator. Right. It's go, fucking go, crazy. Go political. They go. always have been. I mean, well, that's not even political. Assault, that's, that's just, just social. That's just social. More social than political. I, I was but, like, I was like, I'm going to talk about Donald Trump. I was like, that's political. But even he is coming into the fucking oh, picture. He is a sexual assault. I mean, but has been the whole time. Oh yeah, yeah. But for in, a while. And Al Franken is now part of this whole fucking I thing. Yeah, that's the biggest. But it's like. You know, does that make you a bad person? Uh, if you did, like what Al Franken did, dick move. Oh, if that was me in that picture, that's humiliating. That's embarrassing to that woman. Fuck you, Al. Yeah, yeah. Also, he's a great senator, and I really like the work he does in the Senate. So those two things can coexist. Yeah. It, it sucks. To me, it was a, I, to me, I read the story. I'm like, you got butt hurt because you were rejected by a hot model, mm-hmm. and you handled it all wrong in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... You know, hopefully you don't do that anymore. And if you do, I think you deserve to be called out on it. Good people should be called out on the shit they do. I mean, this is, it feels like the day of reckoning. Yep, it does. Everyone Every is getting is called out. Right now it's crazy. Well, so I, yeah, I was going to bring this. This has come up on my channel as well. What happens if, you know, there's always that, the, the girl that, especially the younger girls, I would say, that at first they say, no, 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 no. And Whoa. I was actually like this too. No, 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 no. And then the next thing you know, someone convinces me to have sex. And, and so is that, that happens. There's a gray, know, there's gray areas. There's gray areas. There just and, are. And, and a lot of men are very confused by that. They're like, well, I, I don't know what that. to do anymore. You know, Mike Racine is a comedian who has this joke about like giving his son the sex star, like how to date women. He's like, all right, son, act, you know, they're, they're going to act like they don't want to, they don't want it. And they don't want to sleep with you. Okay. Then I don't sleep with them. No, 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 no. They'll eventually want you to do it. I'm butchering his joke, but <laughs> no, it is, no, but it I, is uh, confusing exactly. based on personal experience. Yeah. So, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, um, I, when my boyfriend and I, the first night we had sex, I remember the conversation. We were in a cab and we had been making out before, but we had not done anything else other than that. And, and I was like, I don't think we should have sex tonight. And he's like, yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. Cause I had, I had two drinks and he's sober. And, and then when he said, yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. I'm like, you don't want to have sex with me. <laughs> and then we had sex. Yeah. I mean, that, and, so, and it's happened to me so, and there's so nuances. Times. But it has there's, happened to me on, on many occasions mm-hmm. where initially I thought, oh, we're just going to make out. And I, 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 I thought I, and I even clarified that to the, whatever guy I was like, oh, we're just going to make out. But the next thing you know, it's like, sometimes you're, what am I doing? Make out is good. And then it leads to something else. And you didn't plan it. I think the one thing, the bottom line of that is when you go, no, stop, they get off listen. me. Right. You push the person off you. If you don't listen to that, I'm e- even idiot. to me as common sense. Yes. Yeah. And the I other think part is the kissing even like, like I always said to Cam, when you're on a date with a girl and it's the, you know, it's time to say goodbye, grab her and kiss her. And, yeah. And I, cause, cause, cause girls like kind of like that, that assertive, I don't call it aggressive assertiveness. You know what a guy yeah. grabs you and kisses you. That's like and if someone asks exciting. if I can kiss you, I'd be like, yeah, Ugh, well yeah, now I don't want to kiss asking? you. Right. But then <laughs> now these guys are confused and they, and they rightfully so, well, if yeah. I grab her and kiss her, is, is that sexual harassment? You have to listen and observe. I mean, I think there's a lot of body like, language. Yeah. Body too. language. Like how is, is the girl uh, leaning into, is she leaning in or is she <laughs> leaning out? I mean, yeah. like, I think the more important thing is that men need to, like care and listen uh, and to like the feelings of women yeah. that, rather than like asking verbally and that it's way still just you talking it's then. still possible <laughs> to have that interaction of you don't really have word you don't speak right. like may I do this because that's not sexy that's not and it's so it's if you weird, yeah. if you have any doubt <laughs> these I'm guys honest, have labeled themselves I have do done it. this many times yeah, if, by the way you know, and that's okay and it can be <laughs> sexy or if you say like I really I really want to kiss you right now and then boom but one thing i like to talk you about seem a lot sweet. you definitely shouldn't ask <laughs> uh, yeah you're you're too, come you're, you 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 give off a really you have a really nice he person like a good head on your Just shoulder you, gotta grab. you can't ask yeah. <laughs> i've been telling him that we would expect <laughs> you to ask don't i don't ask. think you have an inner 
asshole to you. No, like everyone has an asshole, but he, like he you know, does not. I, like no your personality is no. you're kind. You've seemed very kind and oh. very respectful, and so but I don't. Apparently, think... he has a little devil in him that can come out once in a while. Uh, thank you, mother. <laughs> I that is devil. Something... I mean his penis. <laughs> <laughs> I just, mm. I just, I, you know, from the stories and stuff, he doesn't always come. He, he he may look like this little sweet innocent, but he's got a little bit of a. Thank you. Finally, she's been putting me in this <laughs> but pigeonholing me. But there's a difference between disrespect and like not oh. respecting and listening yes, and totally. being a little like uh, I don't know what the word is. Not kinky. That's a little naughty. Cam's a little naughty. Cam, you naughty, you naughty boy, Cam. We're gonna make you feel as uncomfortable as possible. I think women should be hitting on men more. Straight in straight situations. I think it's ridiculous that the woman. For a woman to like, I've asked so many dudes out, all, and I hit on men all the fucking time. Wait, but wait, but you said this recently, and then you were like, "But it's never worked." No, but it's I don't care. It's, it's <laughs> worked for me. It has. It's yeah. worked in that. Oh, it's worked in that I can I can sleep with them and stuff because they're not because they don't usually they don't say no to that unless they're like they have a girlfriend or whatever. But uh, to date, like I've asked guys out, like, "Do you want to be?" I would love to be exclusive, and they're like, "Yeah, no." I'm like, "Okay." Well, that's oh. a more common question yeah. for women, though. I think yeah. women are constantly saying, like, "Do you want to be a?" But, but I, I love as far as like, guys out for drinks, like sex, or dates. like on a date. I think women don't ask enough. Don't and I mean, wait. Don't for wait me, for shit to come to you. I Absolutely. definitely need to a lot because I think people are just scared of me, so it makes it easier on them. And like, uh-huh. I think they think the rejection from me is going to be brutal, which could not be further in the truth. Further from the truth, like I'm really mean, but like I will reject you nicer than you've Kindly. ever been rejected <laughs> when it comes to like a sexual a nice thing. rejection yeah because I'm that's a vulnerable really nice situation and you don't want to when you reject somebody like that it feels shitty no matter how kind the other person is so you want to pat it with no but know. i think guys love it they do love it i mean because i was doing the whole cougar thing for a while and they were like i just wish the cougar. i get that every day like how, how can i get how can i get a cougar to come up to me and approach me yeah. i'm like they probably will. You just got to smile. Oh, and I definitely and, will. Yeah. <laughs> I, Steven, my, my boyfriend and I were a while ago. I think we met up. You were there. We went to a gay bar for New, Year, uh, New Year's Eve after a party. It was years ago. And a lot oh, of yeah. men hit on him like real hard. And he came home. He's like, I wish women would hit on yeah. me like that. Like, why don't women? And I'm like, you're right. Like, because women feel always uh, like. It should be the other way. You should be the pursuee. Well, even that, it's weird to feel like you're constantly getting uh, people are coming up to you asking you out or whatever. For a woman, usually it's they're getting bothered most of the time. But it's like we, women want to bang guys too and girls, but like we don't let them know, and we should let them know because that's how that myth gets uh, get, goes around of like, do women really even like sex? And it's like, yes, we do. Well, it's also scary. I mean, I think we don't give guys enough credit for how scary it is to ask someone it out. Totally yeah. And I mean, rejected. yeah, like women, it's scary for women too. So like, I don't necessarily like love to do that. It is, it can feel like embarrassing if someone rejects you like in a social setting and oh. it, it can and like, then put you a damper on your and, night. Yeah. yeah. Who needs that? <laughs> but you know, it makes you stronger. It makes you stronger. I love the accents. <laughs> uh, you know, like I literally, I would walk up to a group of like five guys and go, which one of you guys wants to dance to, with me? <gasps> yeah. She's and an then, animal. And then That's the, fun. And then the <laughs> one guy that comes up to me, I'm like, I you can it. handle me. Oh yeah. This, yeah. this is my man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it I, lasted yeah. for like a year. 
great. That's yeah, awesome. That's, that's amazing. And yeah, I think why that's, not? and you want somebody, if, especially if that's who you are as a person, as a woman, like you want somebody who likes that. I like someone who takes a bull by the horns. Yeah. I like the idea of asking five people at once. So like probably someone's going to say yeah. yes. That's <laughs> what yeah. I would do when I was single. <laughs> yeah. I would yeah. have you, these you, fuck buddies <laughs> that I like had crushes on and I would text them all. I'm like, whoever texts me back first is the lucky man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You won the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's, for me, I feel like there's like a lot of there's a lot of uh, hostility towards men right now for good reason. Very yeah, good but re- it shouldn't be towards all men. Yeah, it's why not do you say men. for good reason? Why would people have a hostility towards you? No, 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 stop it. Because there's a lot of everyone but Cam was actually how I was feeling. Hostile. Yeah, it's great, 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 great. <laughs> yeah, does it affect? Has it come into play in your relationships? Because clearly yeah. you have to. I, what, I know, well, what, my boyfriend and I just had this. He's like, I feel like somebody one day is gonna say that I did something, and I'm like. Steven, if you didn't fucking do anything, you have nothing. Don't don't make this about you in a way that of like oh, I'm nervous now. If you didn't do anything, you're fine. And if someone <laughs> if someone took something a different way, and this environment encourages them to come forward and say read into something, and you didn't get that, then you have a conversation. Like mm-hmm. it, I'm not the last thing I am worried about is your somebody possibly coming up from and, like five years ago. You did. I know. And if you did something shitty, you deserve to be yeah. confronted with it. But yeah. also. I'm so glad that I think the reason this happened so often is no one talked about it. So a lot of times the guys who are the majority of the people who do it, there's no consequences. So if you don't think you're going to get caught and it's a power thing, of course you do it. And then the women is silent. The women are silent because we don't talk about it or if they're not believed, that's really, really beyond frustrating. So it makes sense, but it's not every, you know, I'm just, it makes me happy that a lot of guys, uh, are more aware of their actions. Yeah, totally. That's all I want out of this. Being like a serial sexual predator like Weinstein or Cosby and, or just like, you know, someone like Al Franklin where, where he really uh, got his, uh, let his emotions get the better of him and acted out in a way that was uh, cruel, inappropriate, rude, uncalled for, demeaning, etc. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was just, it just speaks to like, you don't deserve pussy. That's the bottom line of all. Like we've 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 asked rapists to email us basically because just statistically, I feel like there's got to be somebody listening. And one of the one guy emailed, like made up a fake email address, and he said he was tired of seeing these asshole guys like lying to women and then getting laid, and then he wasn't getting laid. But I'm like, you, there's a problem. Whoa. You don't deserve to get laid. That's a God. lot of work. Not so lying is not part of the work. And it, I understand it would be frustrating to see somebody be a jerk and then get. To, but that's life. You, we see, you know, if you're an actress, you'll see people be assholes and then get the role and you're like, what? They didn't deserve. That's what happened. Yeah. Or people who aren't talented or good. I mean, like that's it. Like, you know, people like to say that like karma always fixes things, but I know a lot of pieces of shit who are doing quite well. Who get really good opportunities. (laughs) I'm glad I'm not alone. Yeah. I mean, that's so silly. I don't deserve a a career the the way, the, what I, you know, the career I desire. I got to work for it. I don't deserve it. I got to, you got to work and earn it. And so I think that that changing the way they think about that is totally. Yeah. 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 And to kind of separate the whole power trip that's associated with when you actually do get to have sex. That's a crazy... That's masculinity. The fact that getting pussy is a high five or a, or a, or a, like a thing that that's, that's just, I high five myself when I have sex with someone I really wanted to have sex (laughs) with. But you know what? It's funny. That's another thing. Me too. That was the other part of what I was thinking in the shower. 
it, in terms of when I was in school, because it was way back. It's in a long the shower. Olden day. Oh, it was a long shower. <laughs> I love taking long showers, though. <laughs> but it was in the olden days in my sorority. There was one girl that was like the sorority slut, and it was a good friend of mine. And, I mean, <laughs> Hey, Nicole. Yeah, love, love those sorority sluts. But sorority everybody slut. like labeled her as like this crazy like sex like lunatic. Oh. They we had some of the girls. They're probably jealous. They wrote a letter to the Pan Hellenic Council about what the f- how about her behavior, ruining out the reputation of our sorority, which was like an animal house for women. But anyway, oh that sounds awesome. Do you know it was, it was awesome? We we started our own sorority, but that's another story. Oh, anyway, cool. but do you know? that the guy that she was with got this phenomenal reputation because she went around telling everybody about this guy that was so phenomenal and bad. He said, I was never good at anything, but she started telling everybody how great I was and bad, Aww. and everybody thought he was like the king. So, <laughs> and then they all, but, yeah, but that's it, great. But if you think <laughs> about the way that she was labeled yeah. and the way that Mr. Mm-hmm. Casanova because was this labeled. pureness, the virgi- I think the word virginity is ludicrous. Lose, you're not losing anything. You're not losing a part no, of you. I had you're a great experience. You're gaining. You're gaining a new hobby. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're gaining hobby. some extra <laughs> extra limbs in you. You know, and that's great. And that's Especially but it's, it's so backwards. Experience. It's so backwards, and it needs to be shut down the, the second it emerges in conversation. I think that's where men come in. That's where we need men. To when they hear their guy friends talk about it that way, if they do, you got you got to say something. Stop. Say something. I want to hear that stuff. because You're it's like, like you sound men, gross. Yeah, men want women to want to have sex. You would assume, and yeah. it's like this ain't helping. <laughs> the girls yeah. want to want to fuck right like know? mark norman has that bit about loving whores he's like you know everyone you, you whores are helping yeah <laughs> whores are like a walmart you know you disrespect it but then when it's late at night and you need something super happy it's open yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love this i am a professional comedian yeah, it so worked out really well. thank you everybody <laughs> i i saw a tweet that you wrote recently and i know that you should i'm taking this with a grain of salt oh boy but can we talk about this tweet it is uh respect women but also if one time years ago you implied you wanted to have sex with me by accident while you were telling a joke you don't have to dm me to apologize i promise you i don't care or remember yes this was more personal personal than hypothetical Mm -hmm. i do remember that one (laughs) it was very (laughs) a few days ago i think it's very i could have written that (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so well, it is this balance, right? That like, so what? What made you want to write this? Well, tweet? kind of like Christina uh, just described uh, how Stephen is feeling right now. I think a lot of men are feeling like that. Like, oh my god, I have to now like sit and just reflect on every interaction I've ever had with a woman for the rest of my life. And people are like a reading into it too much, and and b yeah, making it about them. It's just like. Because the the worst part was how he reacted when I was just like, I don't remember this and I don't care. And like, you're kind of just bothering me. Mm. He was, I could tell he was so angry that I didn't applaud him. Exactly. And I was like, you know what? Because if you had done this, I wouldn't like you apology or not. I wouldn't like hate you or feel ill ill will against you or try to make you lose any career opportunity that is uh, offered to you. But I would also just be like, eh, there's enough people in the world. You're not for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I think, you know, people are, he's not my friend. He's disposable. (laughs) You know, but but that's true. But there's a lot of people in the world. You reacted the way you did to it. I'm like, fuck you. Don't, don't, (laughs) don't act like you want me to put a crown on your head because you will pot like, but, but also at the same time, I think if a guy is truly concerned about, I think I made that girl uncomfortable and we're friends or whatever. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, Hey, this, you might not even be thinking about this, but I have given the climate and I just want to make sure like 
are you okay? Was that weird? Or do you just not even remember? Like kind of having that casualness with it, I don't think is bad just so you, you know, they want their mind at ease. And I, and I do understand that, but if it's not something that crazy, I just and haven't he's even seen like this person in horrible. years, and it was like a right, right, right. It was a verbal exchange. It's not like he touched me in any way. I don't even know if I ran into this person on the street if I would know that I ever met him in my entire life. <laughs> oh it's my just God. so crazy, and I'm oh, sure damn, that, that's far fetched. Yeah, but I'm also sure that he was nervous because of the podcast that we host that I, oh, he didn't yeah, want yeah. me to out him. So oh. it's still so selfish. Yeah, that is. Selfish. It's like the the, the point in my hostility towards men is that like stop making it about you and even things where it's like I understand that men have been sexually uh, assaulted by women of course but there is a different power dynamic that just does not occur when a woman's doing it to a men man. Men are not physically afraid it's that just, a woman's going to kill them. Exactly. And it's it's just that yeah. physical threat. That's all it is. And I mean, I'm not talking about like if you were at preschool and you had a female teacher who was a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a different, different thing. But I think mm-hmm. one way they men can make it about them, but to the, keep it to yourselves, is going forward just... To, you know, interact yeah. with women in a way that you just be aware of this shit. Just right. be aware that yeah, it's yeah. happening to pretty yeah. much every woman. Yeah, yeah but the, you shouldn't do be nervous. Get, know, uh, my boyfriends came up to me the other day, and I, of course, did Boy, not take Boyfriends, this, plural? Was that plural? Boyfriend okay. came up to me and said, Now, I'm just a little confused. Like, if I was single and I saw a girl on the street, and I, can I walk up and say, You're an attractive girl? Is that, is that considered sexual harassment? I'm like, Are you? kidding me of course it's not sexual no. harassment but you know i mean i think he would I, he just but he genuinely to, might not have yeah, known and he, he genuinely just, he wanted to know your opinion like where do, where does that line draw sure. between oh, sexual wow. harassment he did ask me that my friend my group of guy friends what we were walking down the street in new york and one of them bolts ahead because he sees this person he's attracted to it and he taps her on the shoulder he's like hey i thought you were really cute do you want to or she he goes i don't know well, what's your name or how are you and then another guy in the group was like, dude, you can't fucking do that. That's fucking creepy I mean, creepy that's, a, it's, that's annoying. It's not creepy to me, but yeah. that's just annoying. I mean, our I'm like, I'm walking right, here. I'm not trying to get a date. I'm just trying to go to my doctor's appointment, motherfucker. I don't want to. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And that's why catcalling. It's not like yeah. catcalling makes me feel unsafe. It might make some people feel unsafe because some people may have said some foul shit to I mean, young women. There are and some unsafe catcalls yes, also there are. that I've and received. You can be followed. But like for me. I feel like a lot of men, and it's a making it about them, like, I just don't get why women are so butthurt about cat I'm like, it's not that big. It's just these little tiny things of every time I go to the goddamn pharmacy. It's the constantness and I, and I'm going of it. To the, and there, I'm, there's going to be one person every time. Even if it's like, it's it could be anything from a... Like a literally acting like I'm an animal. Or like, <laughs> beautiful smile, miss. I'm like, just shut up. It's annoying. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, like, I think just lead with something else. I think even in the instance with, like, for your boyfriend's question. Oh, someone question, commented you on your enamel ones. Oh, I think. Didn't they? Yeah, uh, yeah they, someone did enamel. I, like, I think, number one, like, be interesting. Like, compliment something. And, Other than. And also, maybe, yeah. like, something that's not aesthetic. I appreciate yeah. a comment on on a on an outfit that I put together that's not like, oh, that dress makes your butt look good. But I, like, oh, I love that your coat goes with your shoes. I've, uh. Things like that, I think, are so much better because it's oh, like totally. you put thought into it and it didn't sexualize me yeah. and I still know what you're doing. And ah. it's all, another know, thing. something on a t-shirt or something. Yeah. Something in the external environment. Exactly. Like, what pisses me off so much about that is like, I'm not dressing like this for you. Okay, so stop making it about you. And that's one of the things that really infuriates me about catcalls too. It's like, I'm not walking down a runway, motherfucker. This isn't a zoo. Go away. You can walk down Hollywood here and these guys literally have a sign. 
<laughs> what? No, at least they wrote one, it down. One, it was a homeless guy. He had a sign. <laughs> it just says, you it, look beautiful. No, on, on one side, it said, feed me, I'm homeless. And the other is like, you're good looking. So I, luckily, I got the you're good looking instead of the female homeless. <laughs> In which case, since he, since he didn't Thank put you. up the you're good looking side, I went I went and gave him a uh, Oh, you fell into the trap. You fell into the trap. Hey, so smart. We, we are coming up on our time over here. We have about, we have a little time left. I wanted to talk to you guys about your book. That oh, is, yeah. is that what you guys want to plug? Is there anything oh, yeah. you guys want to plug? Yeah, anything. Podcast oh. and book, I mean. Yeah. Let's talk things. about it. Both of them. Wait, yeah. so this book, you how long have you guys been writing this book? When, when did it come out? Well, we've been approached about a book since the beginning of the podcast, and we really didn't have anything to say at that point. And so three years in, so about, I guess, a year was the, when we were officially. The, the process for this book, I think, was about a year. Yeah. yeah, but it came at a point where we had a lot to say. We added the being sexually explorative and self confident in a world that's screwed because Corinne's sections are more about how to be confident because she is a genuinely confident person and always has been and that's very rare I have to look up um, something (laughs) and then uh, I I haven't been but I've had all these interesting sex things that I wanted to talk about and like anal orgasms for men or prostate orgasms for men and all of these things I wanted to be written down and sexual assault um like phone numbers you can call and abortion assist. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, um, I think it was important to me like to see a, a book out in the market about sex. That was also a lot about self because I think that's what we've learned from the feedback from our listeners. It's, it's just, it's so much of the problems that we, we see people having in their sex lives and their relationships is just because they don't love and understand themselves. They don't listen to themselves. Uh, Cause you know, like sex, as far as like insertion or learning to how to give a good blow job. Like, yeah, I do need tips on that too, but I don't think you need an entire book's worth of tips on that. That's yeah, ridiculous. And, you know, just practice <laughs> and feel your way through it. You know. Yeah, it's not like it's it's not like we were teaching a new form like the, the you know the Kama Sutra or something. Yeah. Well, that's what I wanted to ask you guys. I that this is on my list of questions that I thought about in the shower. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Um, okay, so my question is, what did you? What would you say you each learned? By the last several years that you four years you've been doing the podcast, mm-hmm, four years. What would you say you you've learned? Hmm. That's, I mean, whew. I learned more about the world than about myself. I think I learned that the world is uh, has more shame on with them than I ever realized. People don't communicate about sex and say what they want, especially women, with the person they're actually having sex with. And we're all more alike than we think because we're all. I mean, every every from people email us from like eleven. I think the youngest person that has emailed us is ten. From 10 to 85, uh, equal men and women, like down the line, trans, gay, bi, every type of person from every country. It's really insane to think about. But they all have these problems. I'm like, just, you know the answer. Like, read back the email and say it to the person that you want to say it to. Instead of saying it to us, you say it to them because you articulated this beautifully. Right. But you got to say it to the person. Totally. And that's the main thing. Mm-hmm. And getting the confidence to actually do that, mm-hmm. to express those feelings. Yeah, yeah. And your feelings deserve to be heard by the person that, and also like if you're in a relationship, relationships don't have to be that complicated. Romantic mm. relationships. Like if it's, if you're already, if the sex stru- like and, and sexual compatibility is so important and don't feel bad placing importance on that. Because if you're three months into a relationship and you're, you're like, ah, everything's great, but the sex is kind of Oh, that Two months off. in, you yeah. should be no, no. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that relationship that is right away. done. <laughs> I mean, have a conversation. If you can't get to that point, that's okay mm-hmm. to let go of a, of a person because of that. Because 
it's either now or a mortgage, three kids, and a, and, a, and yeah. you know, a white picket fence later. Yeah, I mean, I think I learned that very few people have like malicious intent. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone wants to be a bad person, um, and so I try to see where people are coming from a little bit better. I mean, even things as deep as pedophilia. Like we talk all the time. We're like, I don't think anyone wakes up in the morning. I was like, I want to fuck kids. Like I don't, th- you know. <laughs> yeah. But I think, I'm really sexually attracted to them. Well, yeah, but I think it's okay to. Be, I mean, it's okay because it's just something is wrong with your brain if you're sexually attracted to them but you cannot act on it right. and there are people who don't yeah you need to talk about it and I think uh, and I so just try to understand where people are coming from and a lot of times it's rooted in some deep shame or self-hatred and to be more understanding of that when people piss me the fuck off uh, mm. and then just also like the value of listening to people you don't really have to act on what they're doing or or, or applaud what they're doing you just have to like listen and listening is the key uh, to most things, especially in the podcasting world. Yeah. It's like, listen, that's My all. favorite Oprah quote is, when you know better, you do better. So if you're not doing good, maybe you didn't know. And let's talk about that. Well, it is one of the biggest turn-ons to me. And I tell it to all the guys that are always asking me questions. What's the best thing I could do? Listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just listen and, and actively listen. And ask, like, what do you like? What do you, right. you know? What's your passion? That's my favorite question. What are, what are you passionate about? Someone asked me that. I'm like, I love you. Yeah. (laughs) I had one last question. What would you guys tell your teen self? I saw saw that one. (laughs) (laughs) You were hoping I'd ask that one. Well, I like it, but I I don't know because, ah, gosh, this is a tough one for me because I am, I'm really similar to who I was uh, as my teen self. That's like, I've always been me. Even like if you met me as a four-year-old, I don't think I'd be that different than I was right now. So I guess I would just tell myself uh, to like share confidence with others sooner. Mm. I mean, that's it. I don't really know. Yeah. I don't, I'm not going to change anything. I'd be like, I would say, you go girl, keep going. Oh. <laughs> Do it. You girl. You, you, you yeah. Go. I don't really have a lot of regrets. So do, ex- awesome. do exactly what you were doing. <laughs> I would say kindness and empathy is not a weakness and don't let anybody, if anybody tries to make you feel that way, that's their problem. A lot of people, I wish I knew how often people project things onto you hmm. I, I wish I knew that younger because then I oh. wouldn't have immediately gone it's me oh this is mm. this is me my mom's bipolar Th- though so that I used to think like you're sad I did something what can I do and I would clean the house incessantly mm. and she would come home and she would smile for like a second and that's why I'm a comedian but and then I would just do things so she would be happy but it, it wasn't me she was just depressed <laughs> so I really always I always uh, never thought about well what do I think first I would always go off of other people and their reactions yeah I was gonna say when you were talking about relationships being they're pretty simple you just have to communicate mm-hmm. I think where it gets complicated is knowing what you can expect for like and know when you're not being respected and when it's time to bow out yeah yeah when it's time to talk about it or when it's time to go that's not that's not gonna change and you guys might have <laughs> different perspectives on how much you deserve and how much they deserve or, mm-hmm. or like and so that's where it can kind of yeah it gets tricky yeah, yeah. But it's co- communication is always uh, the, the starting point i think yeah and and i think it relates to this idea of like you you have to recognize that they're they're coming at this whole thing with their own their own bit, shit, yeah. their own baggage, their own everything. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Thank you guys so much for coming yeah. on the show. Thank so you. Much fun, you guys. Now I see why you guys have such a popular podcast. <laughs> yeah. She was unsure before, but I now she's like, now I got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys, if you want to check them out, go to Guys We Fucked Right Now on iTunes, your podcast. iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. They're phenomenal. 
Thanks in stores. Thank you so we much for having you us. Oh, yeah, we love oh, you. Thank you for having us. <laughs> I was like, I don't know you. if my jeans are too tight for this group, <laughs> huh? but I was in it. <laughs> I got to pee. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.